This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our transfer series um, every morning at 8 a.m. I mean, if you ever had any doubts about my commitment to doing this show after what happened last night, this hopefully answers all of those questions. Um, yeah, it was really tough. Really, really tough to get up this morning um, and, and do the show. I'll be 100% honest. Didn't feel like it. Didn't sleep much. Was tossing and turning. Kept going on my phone. Kept looking at my Twitter. Kept scrolling through it. I'm going to talk about kind of a lot of my emotions um, about yesterday, about the season, about everything, obviously, a little bit later on today. Five o'clock UK time is our Let's Talk Arsenal show on a Friday, where we do talk a lot more about kind of the social side of things and, and how I'm feeling, how you guys are feeling in the chat box. So make sure you tune in at 5 p.m. UK time for that. Um, what I wanted to do today for the transfer show, because if you hadn't noticed, there's not loads, um, as you can imagine, happening in regards to transfers in um, and who we are linked to. It's the same players that have come up. What I will say is, is that a little bit later on today, uh, you're going to get three shows today. That is commitment, I tell you, after what we saw yesterday. A little bit later today, around midday-ish, uh, you're going to be getting a tactical breakdown on Guido Rodriguez, um, the Real Betis midfielder. The expert insight has been got. The graphics are done. The stat comparisons are done. And that will be out with you around midday, uh, one o'clock-ish, I imagine. It will be live, so there'll be plenty of discussion to be had on him as well. So make sure you're subscribed and liked and everything, so you make sure you get that content when it drops today. But today's morning show is the Arsenal exodus. It's the time that we sat down and said, who is staying, who is going, because what we saw yesterday and what we've seen this season has opened up a big barrel um, of a can of worms, the size of a barrel, it's fair to say, about who needs to go, who needs to stay, what we need to do with certain players, what can we do with them. And we're going to run through as many of them as feasibly possible this morning, as you can see them on the screen right now. So let's let's do this. On the right-hand side, we're going to be doing our outs. On the left-hand side, we're going to be doing our ins. And I'm going to go through them. I'm going to commentate over the top of them. And then at the end of it, I'm going to let you guys kind of, yeah, get your, get your thoughts and feelings. So we'll go through the team and then and then you can talk about them. So we'll start off with the right-hand side. The first one on the list may come as no surprise to anyone, uh, Mikel Arteta. I mean, where do you start with this? We talked a lot about it. If you want my, like, my raw feelings about this, I talked a lot about it on yesterday's Raw Reaction show straight after the game. 
I've very much been in. And by the way, I really appreciate a lot of people who did tweet me and say that, you know what, it takes a hell of a lot to be in the position that I am where I host a show every single day and, you know, have to hold your hands up and say, you know what, I was wrong and uh, I feel like I am and I feel like it needs to go. So I appreciate all those people that left some very kind and supportive comments. They were valued. I do appreciate them. Um, but Arteta's got to go. Um, he should be sacked at this point. Um it's an awful season. You can blame it on fine margins. You can blame it on injuries. You can say it's the squad's not good enough. But I crossed two legs against Villarreal, where Villarreal, as Drew very well put it, turned up for 45 minutes out of 180. It's inexcusable. It, that shows where we are right now as a club. And if we can't get up for this game, both games, and put in a performance, then I'm sorry, but no. Um, as I said, if we will be going into a lot more about this guy, I am sure, over the next few weeks. So I'm not going to linger too much on the coach, to be honest, and we'll go into the players. First one is Burnt Leno. I got so frustrated with him last night with his lack of just the, the lack of kind of calmness on the ball and distribution, and we need that in modern-day football. He's a good uh, shot stopper at times, although his risk can be a little bit questionable. But we need someone that's better at distributing the ball, someone who's more confident, someone that can do it. Ironically, someone who was playing as well on the ball as Emi Martinez was at the end of last season. Um, he seems like he wants to go from reports, should you believe them. So sell him. Move him on. Move away from him. Get someone else in that fits what we want to do and can play with the ball at his feet. Because Burton Leno is not that person. Hector Bellerin performed... Arguably the worst on the pitch, I thought, yesterday. Absolutely dreadful. Even Kian, our valued expert member, has been a very big Bellerin backer, has even turned on the guy. Um, and I don't blame him because it was one of the worst performances. How he thinks he's going to get a move to PSG startles me. Um, we'll be lucky to get 10 million at this rate um, for Bellerin with the way he's performing. But his time at the club is done. It's run its course. It's over. It's not going to go any further. His ceiling has been reached and he's dropped from that ceiling that we've seen prior to his injury. I feel for the kids having a really poor injury, really horrible situation, but he's not been able to recover it, recover from it. And football is a ruthless game and he should be sold. Lucas Torreira, we know he's probably going to be going. He wants to leave. He wants to go. Let him go. Boca Juniors, whatever. Just get as whatever amount of money you can for him. Move on from the situation. It's done. It's over for, for Torreira. It was, a, it was a good choice, I thought, at the time. I thought he came in and did really, really well, but it's quickly deteriorated, and who knows? Maybe under a new coach, he could have done better if we end up keeping him, but it doesn't look to be the case after doing what he's done at Atletico Madrid as well. Willian. Moving on. Uh, Genduzzi is is the next one. So, Matteo Genduzzi, uh, we know, you know my thoughts about Genduzzi at this stage. I'm not really interested in keeping him. I don't think he's good enough for Arsenal. I think his attitude absolutely stinks. I think that he's not done a good enough job at Hertha Berlin and he needs to be moved on. Again, I've talked about a lot about this in yesterday's transfer morning show. So, if you want my kind of detailed thoughts on Genduzzi, go listen to yesterday's show. Eddie Nketiah uh, came on in the end of the game yesterday and got a yellow card. Could have been sent off because he tackled someone after getting the yellow card. Shows his immaturity, shows the lack of kind of situation that he's in, I suppose, at the moment. Year left on his contract. We've signed Balogun up to a new deal. He's going to stay. He's, by the way, Balogun's not in this because he's not apparently classed as a first-team player on the Arsenal website. 
Um, and I've not included our players that we've got on loan either. Um, but Eddie and Keto has got to go. Get as much money for him, move him on, and then move on to the next lot because we've got John Jules coming through. We've got Moller coming through. They're the ones that are going to be next. And, of course, we've signed Balogun up to the new deal. So Ketia, we've spent too much time with him here. I think he's been given more than he's actually earned. Move him on. Runnison, one of the worst signings Arsenal has made. It's It rivals William with how poor Runnison has been. I know it didn't cost as much, but... He should be sold, and the likes of a Conquo um, should be given the opportunity. I mean, the fact that Runnison's been training—I don't know people. No one's really been talking about this. Runnison has been training, um, but a Conquo was on the bench for us. I don't know if that's probably maybe down to maybe it's down to homegrown, um, but he's, he's not been anywhere, has he? And he has been in the training videos, so you know, uh, Kalasanak. I mean, he's been one of the worst left backs that we've had defensively flawed, um, really, really defensively flawed. Uh, and he just doesn't suit the, the Premier League. Did really well in the Bundesliga. It was player of the season for his final season at Schalke before he's now returned there. He's gone down with them. They supposedly want to still keep him. So that's great. Keep him. You take him. You you have him because we don't want him. Uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, our good old Mainsley. It pains me to say as one of our TGT favourites, but we we should have let him go last summer. We should have taken the money of the 20 million because we weren't planning on playing 3-4-3 for the whole of the season. And clearly his best position at Arsenal was in that left wing back role. You can People can say he can play right back. Sure, he probably could. People say he can play in the midfield. He maybe can. But he can't do either of those two roles at Arsenal. And he was best for Arsenal playing in a left wing back role winning an FA Cup. And that role is not around for him anymore. So sell him. Move him on. Get the money that you can for him and move on from him as well. Joe Willock. Uh, we talked a lot about him on the first uh, transfer show that we did. He's playing well at Newcastle. I personally don't feel that his ceiling is high enough that he constitutes remaining at Arsenal. And I think he's an opportunity to make a bit of money. And by a bit of money, I mean a serious amount of money. I think you can get around 20 million for Joe Willock with how he's performing in the Premier League. Young England youth international scoring goals for Newcastle. They want him. Make them pay for him. Newcastle are in a situation now where hopefully they can spend more money. And I have to say, I've had a lot of kind of um, positive feelings towards Newcastle and their fans that they've suffered a hell of a lot. I have empathy for them. And hopefully the situation that occurred yesterday, if you haven't found out about the Newcastle situation, please do some reading on it. It's very, very interesting with their investigation that was going on. But they might be given some more leniency by their owner at the moment. And so hopefully that means they can spend a fair chunk of money on our boy Joe. Um, Reese Nelson. Very similar to Nketiah. Don't believe he's taken the opportunities that he's been given. Think we can get a little bit of money for him. And yeah, it's as simple as that. Again, I covered Nelson quite a lot in yesterday's show, as well as Joe Willock, with the four departures that we were talking about. So he, for me, has to go. Elneny is the next one. Um, people might say he's a good squad player. People say that they enjoy him, scores a few goals from range. But personally, I I just, I I, I can't commit to, to saying that he should stay because um, if we want to get to the level that we want to be even our squad players need to be more need to give more than what El Nene I feel gives us he's, he's too passive he might be a, he's, he's towards the end of my outs because if he doesn't leave I'm not that fussed to be honest um, but I, I feel like we should be upgrading upon players like El Nene personally David Luiz, this was a tough one, actually, and he's the last one I've put on my list of outs, and there's some 
before you start working out who you think I've kept, there are some still some things to work out. So don't just assume that they're all going to be kept, the ones I've not named. Um, but he's the last one of my guaranteed outs. I think that I appreciate what he's done at the end of this season. I really do. I, I think he's been our best centre-back towards the end of this season. But he is on a hell of a lot of money. He's had injury problems. And he has made some big errors during his time. Red cards, penalties being given away. And I just think if Arsenal want to move away from the players that are costing them, David Luiz does unfortunately fall into that category with the mistakes that he makes, with the rashness that he has, with what he's inclined to do. And I just think it's probably the right decision to move on. But again, he's towards the end of my list of outs because if he was to be given a one-year extension, I wouldn't cry over it. Um, I think that he's, he's given us a lot this second half of the season, but it's probably the right decision not to renew. So they're the outs, the guaranteed outs anyway. Let me scroll through some of your comments and then we'll go on to the other side. Um, <laughs> uh, Paul says, have we got enough space on the graphic for the amount of players that need to go? Weirdly, we did, but there was a lot of shifting around. And I did this at 7 a.m. this morning, so there you go. Um, Algerian Gunas says, too many players that are not good enough for this football club. Um, Saurav reckons that the worst signing we ever made was Kim Kallstrom. Um, Astro says loanies are included. I'm talking about the loanies that we obviously brought in the Erdogars, the Matt Ryans. Um, I have not put them in this cause they're not our players. So I didn't put them in the, uh, in the list. I would sign Matt Ryan. I wouldn't probably sign Erdogar now reflecting on the whole of the time that we've had him here. He's really good at the start, but he has trailed off. And obviously the injury thing is, is also an issue. Um, Dave says, is Kalasnac worse than Andre Santos? Well, Dave, I mean, Andre Santos gave us a great goal against Chelsea. I remember him for that. So that, that makes me feel he's given us a bit more. Uh, Joseph says, good dude, he's a good player. Well, Joe, I hope he gets us a fair bit of money, but he's not good enough for Arsenal. He's a good player because he's not good enough for her to Berlin. So if he's not good enough for her to Berlin, mate, he ain't good enough for us. Thomas says, I've got a real soft spot for goalkeepers. They've got the hardest job on the pitch. I agree about Runison. That fan overreactions can truly devastate a goalkeeper. They can. They very, very can. Um, Sarab says, it's quite a long list, Tom. I can bet my top dollar Arsenal won't let these players go in a single window. I would be hugely surprised as well, Sarab, if we saw this many players leave. Tebow says, no Europe next season means more departures if we need a smaller squad. That's a possibly a silver lining. It's not, it's not a bad shout, Tebow, actually, when you think about it, because we don't need to rotate as much. We've got the youngsters that can be brought through and be given more opportunities in the cup competitions. Arsenal can focus on the cup competitions a bit more. We can focus on the League Cup. I don't want to see us going out of the League Cup in the first few rounds. I don't want to see us going out of the FA Cup in the first few rounds. I want to see us targeting those competitions and playing well in them because we haven't got Europe, most likely, next season. And I really hope we don't go into the Europa Conference. I don't want that. I don't. The League's done. The League's done. We're out. Season's over. Let's be putting Balogun in. Let's be giving him some minutes. This is pre-season now for Arsenal. Season is over. Does not matter where we finish at this stage. Can't get relegated. Can't go into those top four positions. It's done. Play some kids. Give Aziz a chance. Give Balogun a chance. It's over. Uh, Tono says, Tom, who do you think will be the next manager if I get Arteta gets sacked? Tono, don't worry. We'll be doing plenty of shows on managerial possibilities. Tactical breakdowns on managers. It's been a while, but we could be doing some tactical breakdowns on managers, uh, which is going to be interesting. We did do a few of those when I when Emery was sacked. Didn't get to do it for too long. Um, but we could be doing some managerial tactical breakdowns at this stage, which is interesting. Not only are we going to see players linked, we're going to see 
managers linked. And as I said, make sure you're tuning in a little bit later on today because we have got another tactical breakdown coming out around midday UK time on Guido Rodriguez, the Argentinian midfielder that's been linked to Arsenal. So make sure you're subscribed for that content. Make sure you drop a like on the video as well, of course. Okay, let's go to the other side of the line and the players that I am keeping at the club, starting off with the one, the only Kieran Tierney, should be the club captain, absolutely no doubt about it. He was rushed into yesterday's game, came back from injury, not 100%, and he showed it. Um, he wasn't up to speed, but he did give us as much as he feasibly can do, and we were thankful for it. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough, um, but <laughs> he was certainly not anywhere close to the reason why we didn't win yesterday, and and he's a brilliant footballer at the top of his game. He's probably one of the best left-backs, arguably the best left-back in the league. He's really up there with Robertson in my mind to be as good as him. So, yeah, 100% keep, no doubt in my mind. Next on the list is Gabriel. I still think we're yet to kind of see the best from him. We've seen glimpses of him, but I think that he it comes down to his partner. And his partner for me going forwards needs to be this man. These two need to be targeted as Arsenal's long-term centre-back partnership. They've both played in France, so hopefully that communication, that energy can be there with that kind of chemistry that they've built up between knowing a bit of the French language from Gabriel's part. Of course, Saliba has got that too. Um, that needs to be targeted. That needs to be where we invest. That needs to be where we're put in. That energy next season needs to be these two. Saliba needs to be given a chance, needs to be able to prove himself. He's not been perfect at Nice, but he's been bloody good for his age, for the situation that he's in at Nice, and for the first six months of the season that he's had. These two must. Arguably, that's our back four. Three of our back four, anyway, and a signing, I feel, should be making up our right-back position. Uh, Emile Smith-Rowe is the next one uh, on the list. And uh, Emile Smith-Rowe, for me, is, is someone that... The only really guy, bar one other, who I'll come on to a bit, that I thought really tried yesterday, he can be the future of the club. He is that energetic player. His final ball, his final product needs to be a little bit better. That's where he needs to focus on his development. But his energy, his timing, his runs, his movement is all there. He's got a football brain, this kid. He just needs to develop that final ball, final shot, final pass. And he could be a really, really top quality player when he develops going forwards. Easy keep. Pablo Marie has come in and been a solid cover at left centre-back. He shouldn't be starting over Gabriel. Gabriel needs to be the guy that we're putting that, that kind of time and effort into. But Marie has been a very, very competent backup left-sided centre-back. I think that position in the left centre-back role is sorted for us for the next however many years. I think that's good enough for us. I really think we've, we've kind of nailed that position really well. So he obviously stays. Mavropanos, I've actually kept in the team. I don't know what Arsenal's plans are regarding the summer and how we're going to sign players. And if we, I think when you look at the amount of outs that I've got, I think we can get a fair chunk of money for the players that I'd like to see leave. Maybe we should give this guy a chance. Maybe he should be given an opportunity to be a squad player initially or rotation for Saliba. But I think we should give him an opportunity. If we can get, if a, if a really good big comes in, don't get me wrong, I'd be I'd be inclined to move him on and get the money for him. But I have no qualms in saying, look, Mavropanos has played excellently whilst at Stuttgart, and I feel that maybe we should give him an opportunity to prove himself at Arsenal. Gabriel Martinelli um, should have started yesterday. I put him in my lineup that I wanted. Uh, he gave us energy when he came on. I don't feel like he's being played in the right way by Arteta, to be honest. I feel like he's now, I, I do think he's being mismanaged by Arteta now. It's, it's been too long from his injury to claim that it's just the injury, like I was saying previously. It is mismanagement, in my opinion. 
He needs to be getting more minutes. He needs to be given more trust. He had an amazing game against Newcastle. Great assist for Aubameyang. And where is he put after that game? He's put on the bench. He's put on the bench. Tierney wasn't 100% fit yesterday. Saka should have played left back if Xhaka was injured. And Gabriel Martinelli should have come in. Xhaka shouldn't even been playing left back yesterday. But we all know that's where he was going to play. So, yeah, absolutely no doubt in my mind that a new manager hopefully can get a lot more from this kid. Uh, Bakayo Saka, um, he's dipped off towards the end of this season, I think, form-wise. I think he's been carrying the team so much that he's a bit burnt out, to be honest. But we know that this kid is special. We know that he can give us absolutely everything in regards to dribbling, attacking, goals, assists, crosses, drive, everything that you want from a young kid. And I think he's been burned out this season. I really, really do. I think he's been so... The emphasis on him to be Arsenal's star player has been too much for this kid um, at the age that he is, and he needs to be given a rest. Uh, I hope he. Go- I want to see him play for England because obviously I, I do enjoy being an England fan as much as it's feasibly possible to be, um, especially under Southgate, which can be. I say that it's actually been more exciting watching England than it has in most of my England watching life, and I'm hoping that we're going to see some more Arsenal players in the team soon. And I feel like Bakaya Saka definitely deserves the call-up for this summer. I hope we see Smith-Rowe one day in the England squad as well. He's playing in the under-21s. Maybe he can get a shout to play in the whole England squad, depending on if there's injuries and etc. Um, you never know. It could be a bit of a wild card for the summer. But Bakaya Saka, I want to see him um, at, at, in the Euros this summer. I'd love to see it. And I think that he needs a good preseason to really get back to what we know he can do. Uh, Thomas Partey. I don't think we've seen the best of Thomas Partey this season. I think the injuries have hampered him. I think that I I saw John Driscoll uh, tweet out yesterday saying, I promised that Partey was a good player. I don't know what Arsenal have done to him. And I think he struggled at times. I don't think he he should play the single role on his own. I think he does need a partner. That's why I like that we're being linked with the likes of Guido Rodriguez. Um... But I think that we're going to see more from Partey. I don't think he's been able to get the season that he wanted. He was injured for a lot of the start. And then he's had to spend a lot of the second half getting up to speed. But even then, he's shown more to me than a lot of our midfielders as he's great in transition. He's great at recovering the ball. He's good at driving forwards. He sees passes from the deeper midfield that not many other players see. Yes, he misplays some passes. But that's only because he's trying desperately to get this team progressing and moving forwards. He needs to be better. And I think if he wasn't injured for so much this season, we would see a consistent performer in Partey like we did at the start of the season when he was playing. So fingers crossed he can come in and be an absolute base for us. Um, Granite Xhaka, surprise, surprise, is on my list of keeps. I think yesterday again showed how important this guy is to the team, how much we need him. I would still upgrade upon him. He might not be happy being a squad player, but I think we still need him in the squad. We, for me, we just need Granite Xhaka. He's just is a player that we need. We can't afford to let him go because you've seen in games like yesterday what it is like without him. And if we don't end up getting a midfield and we go for other positions in the ta- in the in the team, which I still think we shouldn't do, I think the midfield is definitely an area that we should be investing in. The choice between El Nini as a squad player and Xhaka as, as a rotation, I'm keeping Xhaka all the live long day. Um, Nicola Pepe was, along with Emil Smith-Rowe yesterday, I thought was one of our better players. Really, really tried, really fought for the side, was tracking back, tackling, and that was beyond getting to the point where he was trying to get into the final third. He didn't get too many opportunities to take too many shots, and he wasn't played in at times where he was making some really good runs. I felt really bad for him. Um, I really, really felt bad for him yesterday because I thought he was genuinely trying along with Smith-Rowe and he wasn't getting that same support from the rest of the side. Um, 
but yeah, he's an he's an obvious keep. We've invested a hell of a lot of money in him, and I'm, I'm hoping that we've seen some sparks and under maybe a different coach, we can see a, an amazing player, maybe a Gautier. Who knows? Um, I've put Rob Holding in yellow because this is where kind of things change a bit. Rob Holding should be a squad player. Rob Holding should be cover. Rob Holding should not be Arsenal's starting right back for a season. That's why he's there. I probably can't get rid of him. I mean, if a big came in, don't get me wrong, I'd probably entertain it if it was sizable enough. But he's just a solid squad player for me, more so than, say, comparatively, El Nenny is. I think that he's someone that can do a decent job, someone to give you a good 7 out of 10 most games because he's just solid, doesn't make too many mistakes. I think he's a really good kind of guy, just clearing the ball away, dealing with defensive errors. And just, you know, he's put in amazing performances for us in the past. Won two FA Cups with two amazing performances to show what he's capable of. So, yeah, cover player, and that's it. And the second cover player is Cedric. Um, doesn't deserve to go. He's played all right in the games that he's been here, and he should be the cover for our right-back spot. It's as simple as that. You can cover at left-back, you can cover at right-back. So he's got that versatility about him. I realised that I forgot to put Callum Chambers, but if Callum Chambers was in this... I'll probably let him go. He's got a year left on his deal. So he can go, but he's not there. Um, and finally, there's two other players on this list that you're wondering, where are they? And that's Alexandra Lacazette and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Now, I've put them in orange on either side because I have I was debated with myself this morning about these two because Aubameyang's had an abysmal season. Really poor. I don't know how we would sell him. I don't know how we would get rid of him because of his contract, because of his age, because of the years left. I don't know how we'd get rid. And I feel like still, if it wasn't if it wasn't such a bad season for him, he would have been great for us again like he was last year and carried the team forwards. Lacazette's an also a very difficult one because he's our top scorer. And in the second half of the season, he'd been one of our better players. And if it wasn't for that injury, who knows what could have happened. These two really, I don't know, it's a really difficult situation to do with these two and I don't know how to manage it. I'm glad I'm not the manager, even though I think we should change us. If I'm leaning more towards one, I think Aubameyang's the more likely to stay because of his contract length, because of his output and what he can give us. Lacazette's got one year left on his deal. Teams are going to be interested. He's got a more manageable wage that they can get and we could probably get a decent bit of money for him. So I'm lean. That's why I've put them on either side of that line. But it's it was a really difficult one to kind of, yeah, really really difficult um, to kind of go for this. So yeah, um, it's it's tricky. As I said, I I I could not really come down to a, a legitimate decision on those two. It's really hard. Uh, it's really really difficult. But I want to know what you think. How do you feel about this team? How do you feel about the players that I've picked in the certain positions? Let me know in the comment section what ones you would change, who you would keep, who you would let go. I want to see your lists, outs and ins. Who are you keeping? Who are you letting go of? Um, let's see what you guys have been saying in the chat box whilst I've been going through this. Probably give me untold stick. <laughs> Matt G says, Tom, I don't think it's realistic to expect Xhaka to be a squad player. Our previous captain is not going to settle for being on the bench, so he should go. I agree in the sense I'm not sure he'd settle for it, but it's just this is just my choice, mate. This is just it's just just what I'm picking at this stage. It really, really is. Um, I can't really justify anything beyond that. Um, it's just what I'm choosing to do. Uh, I would keep Granite Xhaka. I think he's important to the team. Uh, Aran says I feel so bad every time I think about Laka leaving. I feel he always puts 110% and plays for the badge. Uh, and yeah, 100%. 
Hello, Daka. Good to have you in the chat, mate. Uh, Tom says, uh, Tom, remember last season where we couldn't sell most of the players we wanted out? It'll be a surprise if we managed to get something for half of them. Nobody is going to buy Willian. John Lysett says, I've given up on the rest of the season. What's the point anymore? It's fun while it lasted. I'm with you, mate. It's a pre-season from here. Blood the youngsters. Get the kids in. Get Balogun in. Get Aziz in. Get them playing. Divesh says, how many can we sell? I think a maximum of only seven. There's no there's no limits, Divesh. You can sell as many as you want. We should move on the manager. We should get a different coach in. He can make his decisions on the squad. And that's the way it needs to go. Uh, Mark says, massive clear out needed, Tom. Quicker for me to put a list together who to keep. Yeah, it might be shorter for a fair few people. Yonick says, it's Aziz time for this season. Stan K says, uh, oh God, Stan K, <laughs> who are you? Keep Gendouzi, Sam Maximan, or Adama Traore. Wow, I wouldn't take either of those two personally. Grealish, of course I would, but I think he's too expensive. Uh, Abinav says, who's your Leno replacement? If he was gettable, maybe an Unai Simon from uh, Athletic Club. Um, I like. I, I would be okay with the return of Wojciech Szczesny. As, as another option, Nick Pope from Burnley I'd be looking at as well. I mean, I don't know why we we aren't interested in Nick Pope, to be honest. I think he's a very good goalkeeper. Um, so, yeah, I think there's some options for you. Uh, Ansgar says that he would keep Gabriel Saliba holding Tierney Chambers, Xhaka Partey, Gendouzi, Emil Smith-Rowe, Saka, Pepe Martinelli, Pepe Lacazette, Bamiang, and Balogun. Of course, Balogun's not actually in the first team, so I haven't put him on this list. Um, Matt G says, I never like Thursday football anyway. Yeah, it's going to be a lack of content during midweek, which is going to be interesting. Less shows next season. Uh, CA says, um, my bigger concern is that we have a deep squad with no football to involve all of the players. Should we keep the players or sell substantially? Um, I don't think we, yeah, I think the point about the having the deep squad for next season, if we're not in Europe, is to be honest. We need to be trying, you know what I'm like. I want to be as positive as I feasibly can be. And I just I just think that next season, if we're not in Europe, which is it's exceptionally likely that we're not going to be, use it, use it as a season to rebuild. Use it as a season that we're just gonna chuck out as many players as possible, get in a new coach, restart, go from square one, and build something. Um, Abdallah says, man like Tom, quick question. What was your thoughts on the Champions League games this week? I thought they were great, Abdallah, and I thought they absolutely emphasised how much of a gap there is between Arsenal and Man City and Chelsea right now. Uh, 28 Guy Happy says, can we make the Conference League? Not that I want to be in it. We can, mathematically, but do you want to? Do you really want to? Uh, it's not a song. <laughs> Aram says, uh, Ariola, the uh, Fulham goalkeeper, is the third best shot stopper in Europe behind Martinez and Oblak. Based on the uh, the stats, wouldn't cost a lot either. Good with his feet, like Simon is as well. Maybe he is someone that Arsenal could go for. Joseph says, when you imagine death slash dying and you get that sickening feeling, that's how I feel about no European competition. It is horrible. It's really, really disgusting. It's the first time in my lifetime um, of, of watching Arsenal from a young age. I can't, re- I can't, can't remember Arsenal not in Europe was too young when it was in the 90s and there was a season without Europe. I can't remember it. Um, so it's it's going to be a really, really tough year. I'm intrigued by the transfer window. That's the only thing that's keeping me going at this point is seeing how Arsenal rebuild into next season and what we can do with next season. But we have declined so much and there's no justification to keep the management at the moment. 
absolutely no justification. The issue is if we let him go, which is what I think we should do, is I have no faith in those above to make the right decision in regards to the manager. I have no faith. They brought in Emery and now they brought in Arteta. I don't have the faith that they're going to make the right decision. Um, and that's a really, really big problem. Q-Man says, who do you think we should bring in as our manager? As I've said, we're going to do plenty of shows, Q-Man, on that. Don't worry. We are going to cover that. We are going to do that. We are going to be there. Right. That is going to round off this morning's show. Thank you to the over 500 of you that have been tuning in live today. Really appreciate the support, especially considering getting up at 8 a.m. after what we witnessed yesterday. It was absolutely horrific. So thank you ever so much, guys, for tuning in. Uh, as I say, there's going to be two more shows for you today. Midday-ish, one o'clock, two o'clock time, there's going to be a tactical breakdown on Guido Rodriguez from Real Betis. We've got expert insight from the La Liga lowdown chaps. We've got uh, a Let's Talk Arsenal show at five o'clock where we're going to be talking about the manager a hell of a lot. So if you want to have your thoughts heard on the management, on what you think about Mikel Arteta, make sure you tune in at 5 p.m. UK time for that. So lots of content coming. Every single day we'll be doing one of these shows, 8 a.m. UK time. All the Arsenal transfer latest news will be here talking about them. We'll then give you the tactical breakdown shows to give you further insight and explanations about who Arsenal's transfer targets are and maybe even who Arsenal's managerial targets are throughout the summer. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. It genuinely has. And as I said already, I appreciate all the supportive messages that came in yesterday. It genuinely meant a hell of a lot. And I really appreciate it. So we'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.